Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two bands, artists, groups whose names sound similar, but the music sounds different. This week, we're doing Thin Lizzo. I'm Jared. I'm Dax. Caleb. I'm Tyler. What an exciting week we have. Truly. It's a play on words, even. Yeah. So what, what does pun yeah, mean? Wait. What does pun mean? Play on words, Jared? Th- Why a play on words? What? Why a play on words? Well, I guess maybe it's not a play on words. Aren't they all plays on words? Well, that's true. Isn't that the whole gimmick? It's the gimmick. It's not the a, it that's became the, the gimmick when you all hijacked my idea and turned it into what we do now. What we've oh. done for like <laughs> a year now, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Go on, Jared. Lizzo. So, Lizzo is a, a hip-hop R&B singer. Yes. Who is a plus size woman who is very proud of that, which she should be. You know, you should be proud to be big. <laughs> <laughs> he shook his head. No. Yeah, but did you see he also no. made a scathing gesture outside of that? I didn't make a scathing gesture. No, I did not. You, you moved your head in one direction. Well, you know, that's it's the boy band. That's all you can do. So, uh, and then uh, Thin Lizzie. Thin Lizzie and Lizzo. Mm-hmm. That's this week's group. So oh, we're so do... I see you were you were trying to play on the. I want you to say it. What? Do I don't it. have anything to say. You know what you're trying to. <laughs> say. What are you trying to say? I don't think people understood what you were trying to say. Play on words, Jared. What, what do you mean? Thin, li- thin Lizzie, <laughs> right? And then Lizzo is a big girl. That's all it is. I don't. I'm not doing anything. You're trying to say that Lizzo is not thin. She know everybody knows that. Why is why is that a thing? <laughs> just God's rude. Just love that. That's how you wanted to start, crew. Dax, you were right. I, 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 you I, thought I was gonna do this. Yeah, I, I, I told Caleb that you're gonna start it off that way. I knew it. Oh man. Well, okay. Listen, <laughs> she wants. There was a thing we were watching this video earlier, uh, Mr. Dax and I, mm-hmm. and it was from uh, the show, the talk. You know, mm-hmm. like basically the View. I thought it was thing. the View. Oh, is the talk different? The talk Are there two of them? Oh, there's yeah. There's a hundred of them. There's a bunch of them. Raven Simone's on there. Oh, I thought no. she was on the View. And the title of the video. <sighs> Who knows? The title of the video said, "Should thin girls see Lizzo in concert?" That was what it said. <laughs> why and wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Indeed. Why would they? Basically they? said that the music is not for them, so they should not go. That doesn't make any sense at That's all. That's what they decided? That was, was a deciding... So it started from this comment somebody made. It was a, a bigger girl at a concert. And uh, Lizzo said, uh, all the thick chicks or something say yeah. And everyone started Come to the front them. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then a bunch of, uh, of thin girls started running to the front. Going, ah! Well, that's not what she said. Yeah, and, and the, the bigger girl in the audience felt left out and like offended by, by all this. So they're talking about it. They made this daytime programming. I don't see why that would be, because that feels like it's just exclusionary for Lizzo's music. That it would not benefit Lizzo Mm -hmm. to say only thick girls can listen to my music. She wouldn't. Why would she? Well, they can listen. Thin girls can listen. They just can't go to the concert. Oh, they can't go to the concert. So they can enjoy it. They they can can, talk. It sounds like they can go to the concerts, but they have to stand in back. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. it. Keep your interest in Lizzo at home. Don't bring it to the concert. Here's how I think that the concert should be. 
It should be shortest people and then all the way to, to the back to tallest. That's how they should do it. What? To make it what? more exclusive for everybody. We so should everybody measure can see. everyone as soon as they walk in the door. Then all the short like people are always things. the closest. You do a, that's why you have that's why you have arena style floors. But it's not gonna be like that in the pit. It will be at a Lizzo show. What are you doing in the pit? Only short people in the pit? No, not only, but you start from the smallest and then you go to the tallest. Well, all the tall people in the back, they can't get to the pit. They got to work their way up there. And guess what? You work your way three like lanes forward, three rows. When you're that tall, it's over. They're pointing to you. Shine the flashlight. Get back, tall man. Get back. Well, they can too see far you, forward. I don't like when I'm in the pit. Uh, and, or at least Lizzo, close Lizzo in a has a pit. She's got pits in her concert. She does. She pits. I don't like when I'm standing there and people cut in front of me and say, Oh, I'm going up here. Oh, excuse me. And then they bump into me to get out of my, like to, like, I am not in your, you are in my way, sir, person. (laughs) And you're cutting through just to get closer. And it's always guys with long hair and they have a goth girlfriend and they're trying to impress their goth. I hate it. Jared's hot take of the week excuse in the pit me, that me. happens in the pit people yeah it's every time it's every in time the this I is, did see someone like I got that. here a half hour I saw the opening band I am I, I paid for this show I got here they on time pay, and they, they well they pay. paid they, they paid pay. but they might not they just jumped over the smoking section possibly <laughs> but this what they do is they get there late and then they want to be up front and then they just run into people and bump in and then you know what they do they get drunk <laughs> and they bump into people in the mosh pit, and it's horrible. They uh-huh. hit me with your goddamn elbows. Oh, my goodness. As scathing as this is, I find it irrelevant to both Thin Lizzy and Lizzo. They've, now they got them sea legs, <laughs> see, because of the, all of the liquor. So they can't handle it when they get knocked a little on the edge of the pit. Oh, what a mess. So Thin Lizzy, huh? <laughs> thin Lizzy. I bet there a... were pits in Thin Lizzy concerts. I don't Maybe. They're not moshing. They're just standing there like, are we? Is this what we're doing right now? We did this. We paid for this. We made it to a Thin Thin Lizzy concert. Oh boy. Yeah. Who who is that in the band? Oh, different people all the time. Okay. There's a, like one guy that's always one the same. guy. Who Who's the one guy? Phil Lynott. Did we do anything else? Didn't Phil do anything else? Yeah. He, he had died. a solo career. He died of uh, a pneumonia. lot of heroin. Uh, uh, well, pneumonia as well. Well, the heroin was got what got him. <laughs> How did he get pneumonia, Jared? Heroin. Right. <laughs> As we all know, don't do heroin. You get pneumonia. Exactly. Keep that in mind. <laughs> exactly. It's the worst part of it. His immune system was not doing so hot, and uh, it, 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 most of his uh, illnesses were attributed to his drug abuse. Wasn't he like he was? I believe thirty-five, something like that. Not he very, was pretty he was young. Not very, not he was. Very he was pretty young. Here's a quote from his mother. It says, "Philomena." Yeah, Philomena. Mm. Interesting. Her name is Philomena. She named her son Philip. That's Fun. true. Yeah, but he'll never be president. She said, "I still he just turned thirty-five, and then he died." Well, that's—I don't know that anybody was pushing for the the Phil Lynott. We don't know. Twenty twenty. We'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. Jared, continue with your quote. I still listen to his music every single day. I go over and I pour water to his gravestone. Then, when I leave, I give him a kick for breaking my heart. Oh, oh. she pours one out for her boy. She gives him a little kick. That's sweet. That's sweet. It's interesting that Thin Lizzy became essentially a tribute band to Phil throughout their career. So it, the because really Thin Lizzy was him, he was kind of the driving force of Thin Lizzy throughout their career. They had kind of a revolving door of people coming in and out of the group. And then once he passed, 
they effectively said that they weren't going to record any more music under the moniker of Thin Lizzy because it would be without him, but they were willing to continue to tour on the music that they had already previously created. So a lot of they effectively said, we're going to be able to do live performances of this. And if you are a former member of Thin Lizzy, you are welcome to join at any time. You can just come on in. We're going to do a show. They also made the group Black Star Riders. Yes. Like like the same people, but with a different lead singer uh, because they wanted to continue to make music, but they didn't want it to be under the Thin Lizzy moniker. Right. So. He's one of the first um, African American rock singers. That's as correct. Well, you know, like it, especially in the early seventies, that didn't really happen. Well, he doesn't beat out Hendrix. Pal, doesn't beat out Hendrix. No, yeah. He didn't say he's the first. He said he's one of the first. Yeah, well, you know, Hendrix is huge. <laughs> he also died young. Well, well he died before the seventies. Okay. So before your poor little thin Lizzy boy came along, he is him and before he came Jan- along, Janis Joplin and. What are you talking and, about? Uh, Kurt Cobain. And and, uh, are you just aiming, naming uh, people who died? No, what's... Who 27 Club. Of? Yeah. Oh, the, the 27 Jim Club. Jim Morrison. Well, that's a thing that Phil's not in. Jim so. Morrison was also one. Last year at work, when I was 27, I told everyone I might not make it because of that. Oh, that's yeah, because you're a famous musician, as we all know. Yeah, very famous. Got one YouTube watch. Thin Lizzy are also, surprisingly, one-hit wonders. With, are they one hit wonders? With the boys are back in town. Yeah, huh. but if you look, me, yeah. when if you look at their uh, Spotify playlist here uh, with their top five songs, excuse me, they have a bunch of um, relatively pop. I mean, you have whiskey in the jar, pretty good. Dancing in the moonlight, pretty good. Jailbreak, but none of them got to the top uh, forty. Well, in, in that a, time in America, yeah, in the U.S., they're one hit wonders in America. Yes, they are not one hit wonders. Where well, they are based, correct. and they are not one-hit wonders in the UK, where they were prominently popular. Well, they are. They, yeah, they're Irish. They lost a lot of their um, U.S. like popularity over time, and so there was a, po- a point in time when they were touring, and they were like, "We're just going to stop going to America and doing tours there." But they were still popular and doing well in other countries. We were, me and Dax were looking at their discography, and they had a lot of releases that went only to Germany yeah. for some reason. There's some Japan ones in there too. Yeah, it was but. it was odd, but they they are I mean more international hits than they are necessarily just a Western American band, and so they might be one hit wonders, but that doesn't mean that their music isn't doesn't transcend that. Like sure, or maybe America only latched onto Boys and Back in Town, which I will say now. I for a long time thought it was a Kiss song. Oh my! Did dear. you really? I no. thought. It, who did you think it was? You know, I thought the uh, "Smoking in the Boys' Room." I thought that was a Thin Lizzy song. Did you really? Yeah. That huh. Motley Crue song? No, it's Brownsville Station. Nah. Yes, it is. Speaking of Motley Crue, hold on. I have a thing. Uh, can you play a couple songs for me, Caleb? Of course. Can you play "The Holy War" by Thin Lizzy? that intro sound familiar tyler all right i played dr feel good it's just the same song see told you it was motley crew yeah i don't like motley crew they use an umlet when they shouldn't and they're allowed to use an umlet 
How do you pronounce the la- the second word of their name? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it's not it crew if matter. that's how you want to do it. It's Fair. it's crew, 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 crew. Play uh that one song I have in there. Hold on, I don't want to give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Remember that chick that used to dance a lot? Every now, night get into it uh, towards the uh, the end a little bit. There's a little bit of a thing that happens. This is the Mountain Goats. Fun. Chris, stop in the stretch navigator. We got food everywhere as if the party was catered. Bella's on my left, honey's to my right. You put it both together, we gon' party all night, yeah. Why would he do that? <laughs> Why would he? Why would you not do that? That's like the it's perfect my, mashup. It's my jam. The mountain unfortunately. goats doing "Boys Are Back in Town" with a little bit of remix to "Ignition." How about that? Hot fresh out the kitchen. Yeah. Who, know, I still <clears throat> want to listen to that song, but I don't want to listen to that song. You know, so that's, that's why just, you just act like you don't know who. And if everyone says something, you say, "Oh, you know that song, remix to Ignition." I really like that song. Oh yeah, who who's Whose song is that? I don't know. I just know. That's a good song. I don't know who it is, though. Oh, but I know no, the Mountain Goats that. did it yeah. when they covered The Boys Are Back Right. In town. That's all I know about potential artistry. I don't know who did the original. Solid plan. Solid. And then when people say, it's R. Kelly, and you go, no, no you know, I don't think that was it. And then you walk away. Everyone would, yeah, that would go over great. I don't like that song. I don't like that Thin Lizzy song. The boys are back in town. No, I don't like it at all. I hate that song. Why do you hate it? I don't know, because it just makes me feel like my hometown and like the worst rednecky, everyone's back in town, and that's like five of us. Did you ever have this moment type of thing? Like, after you graduated, getting together with, with, with your friends, riding in a car, and you just blast that song? No, because I would told them to turn it off. I, but I'd they been tried. like, if you don't turn they the tried, song off. They? Yeah, I'm sure they did. And I said, turn this off now, that is right just... now. That is just a shared human experience. Pretty yeah, it's much horrible. Has had. It's horrible. I like that they use uh, the boys in a few different songs. So they have the boys are back in town, obviously, but then in the song Jailbreak, they also mention the boys uh, in in their lyrics. But who they, are they? Who the, are these boys? The, they're friends. They're they're compadres. And it's funny because you would think that you would like this because when we put these episodes out in the description, we say. Hey, the boys are doing this. Hey, the boy, we like we are like uh, we are the, we boys. Are the boys. They were really talking perhaps. about us the whole time. And in 2020, they are indeed back in town. Indeed, they were telling the future. Who was the? They knew. Who's the Phil in this situation? Well, we know it's not Phil. Uh, who who's is not on the podcast? Who is um, the creative mind and who will inevitably die? Could be anyone, <laughs> really. <laughs> Uh, I'm probably closest to death. You think so? I don't know about that, bud. Uh. My shoulder hurts. <laughs> oh, for God! I sake. went up a couple flights of stairs today. I was breathing heavily. It was difficult. You think that because your, your shoulder hurts, you're the closest to death? Listen, your shoulder muscle is linked to very interesting things. I learned it once. Mm-hmm. Then also, I got out of breath. Mm-hmm. The shoulder is just the initial issue. It's the breathness and everything else that's going to do it. Dex, how do you feel about the uh, the Irish traditions that they they play to? So I wish they 
put more of it in their music. Uh, Whiskey in the Jar is really good. I like that song quite a bit. I'm all about that. He doesn't. There's a Metallica cover of that. Song there is. As well, I like that cover. He does not. Dax no. does not like it. Well, I don't like Metallica, so I'm sure I wouldn't like it. It's okay. I mean, it's not awful. Does it sound like Metallica? Not as much. No, yeah, it is. It, it doesn't way, sound as much like Metallica. It's tuned down. It, it's more of the traditional sound of okay. that. Yeah, folk. Okay. I like Irish really tongue. Irish versions of it though. Like the Dumb- Dublin ears have a really good yeah. version. Well, the Highwaymen were some of the and they like a lot of people do this thing. Mm. Take all these Dubliners and Highwaymen songs. Dropkick Murphys did it. Mm-hmm. All the Irish bands would do it. Yeah. But they don't have a lot of Irish sounding stuff in that song. Really, they just do the song. No, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wish there was more like influence in their music. Well, a lot of the lyricism is influenced by, like, Irish folklore and such. And then he also talks a lot about, like, wor- being a working-class individual. So he kind of mixes That's those very two Irish. things in his, in his lyrical content. The whole island is working-class. They have some weird song titles. Did, did you read some of these? You mentioned a couple of them earlier. Hold please, on. Please feel free to mention them. Yeah, let me pull it up. The first song off Thin Lizzy, the first album, The Friendly Ranger at Clontarf Castle. That's pretty fun. Hmm. Some unique stuff right there. Return of the Farmer's Son. That's good. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. What was that one about the fox and the weed or whatever? Wasn't that That's their album? Oh, there it is. Johnny the Fox meets Jimmy the Weed. Yeah. Yeah. That's and they actually stuff. talk about that in the song. They say Jimmy the, Johnny the Fox meets Jimmy the Weed. That's the whole thing. Talks about the boys, too, I think. Even. Yeah. The, the foxes are back in town. Speaking of the boys, you know that country song, uh, Boys Around Here? That song yeah. sucks. It's pretty not great, is it? <laughs> it's like it's true. If you, do you know that song, Kevin? You know that so. song. Play Who that does song. It? Play, Play that. Shoot it back. Shoot it back. Shoot it back. Spent. You know that song? <laughs> Why did this come from? Because you're talking about the boys. It's, he talks about it in the thing. Doggone Blake Shelton, and it doesn't suck because he's married to Gwen Stefani. That song got him Gwen Stefani. What song is this? The boys what? Boys round here. Yeah. So uh, here, while you're looking that up, I want to talk about then let's see a little bit more, just briefly. So there's a couple of good covers. Uh, Megadeth gives, does a cover, a good band, bad band alum here, mm-hmm. um, of a uh, Thin Lizzy song entitled Cold Sweat from the Super Collider album. And then um, Anthrax does a version of Cowboy Song by Thin Lizzy as well. So it's like a, a uh, classic rock group that had influence over you know, the thrash metal. Mm-hmm. Is very interesting to me, and yeah. and then also, like three groups really, because you have Anthrax, Megadeth, and you have Metallica. Mm-hmm. That's part of that's the big four. Three of the big four. Three of the big four. Yeah, three of them. You ready for Boys Round Here? No one's ever ready for it. The boys round here sending up a prayer to the man upstairs. Backwoods legit, don't take no shit. Shoot him back, 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 shoot him I am familiar with this track. Oh, yeah. You know, part of me doesn't want to like country, but a big part of me every time country's on just gets into it. Nope. Don't feel I just think that it's funny that it's like Me too, I listened to Alan Jackson today. Woo! Shut up. The exact, like, things that are... Like prototypical for a country song. So within that song, he talks about. He even says it. He's like talking about girls, talking about trucks, drinking ice cold beer. Like it's ev- it he is a country doing. song. He mentions Kentucky in that song too. 
Oh, man. We should have mentioned that. He uh, said. Muncie, Indiana, <laughs> like Toby Keith did. No, nah, he's not as good as Toby <laughs> Keith. He said, ain't the damn one know how to do the Dougie. And then a girl goes, you don't do the Dougie? He goes, not in Kentucky. And that's what he says. You know, it's but a- the girls around here, they still love me. You know we're talking about a good band when we tangent to Blake Shelton. <laughs> that's how you know we're. That's how you know it's good. How did he get to there from Old Red? What happened? Let's move on to Lizzo. Yeah, let's how about do that. that? <laughs> Indeed. You sure that wasn't Bruno? Yeah, Bruno was Mars? It sounds like a Bruno Mars song, doesn't it? It kind of has that vibe. It has like a really like the, pop the, R&B. The lyric yeah. delivery is similar. Pop R&B sound. Yeah. There's a lot of same vibes. Probably produced by... Who, who's that produced by? Who produced Lizzo's third album? Yeah. I'm not sure. Jared. Lizzo produced it as well as Ricky Reed, Ex-Ambassadors, and Oak. But who, who mixed it? Who was the engineer, the studio engineer? One of those producers, probably. Maybe. Albini's not always a producer on records. I think he's Well, anyway, one of the best <clears throat> like dance music hits in a long time. I can't think Juice. of anything. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, it's also interesting looking at like the success that Lizzo had in 2019 when she really blew up because of the fact that she had two sleeper hits. And, like, two of her really popular songs came out before her third album, and nobody even knew it was her third album. They were like, oh, this, yeah, this is a great new artist. And it's like, Lizzo has been around since, like, 2013. Like, she's been making music for most of the decade, but she got popular. But she had those songs. It's funny because I think it was Truth Hurts. She was talking about how she was disappointed that, like, Truth Hurts didn't become popular and like considered leaving the business because she thought it was one of her best songs. And then she had an album come out that got popular. And then her music from before became popular. Like her two, that EP, the cocoa, what is it? Cocoa butter? No, 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 coconut oil, coconut oil, coconut oil. I said cocoa. You said cocoa butter. This ain't chance. This ain't chance. But no, uh, it's, it's just interesting that her songs from before became popular because of an album that they weren't even on. Like the song, um, I think it was Truth Hurts. Let me check. Yeah, Truth Hurts was then added into the Cuz I Love You Deluxe, Deluxe Edition mm. rather than being included cuz it wasn't originally on the album it had come out prior, but since the the song became so popular, they put it on the album. That's Good as hell. Good as hell though was just on its own. I mean, that's just a single on its own that came out and then became popular after the album came out. So it's interesting that two songs that blew up weren't even on the album that came out at the time of her blow up. That's the cool thing about streaming though. Like it doesn't need to be on an album. True. TikTok. Oh yeah. Memes, my man. Dank memes. Yeah. Yeah. In 2014, time magazine named her one of 14 music artists to watch. So it took five years basically Because, I mean, she didn't really have any charting hits prior to this year. No, she did not. Like, people knew her somewhat. Yeah. But not to the same extent. This year has been super weird for Billboard chart. Mm -hmm. It has been so bizarre. Yeah, 2019, this past year, I guess now. Looking back. Looking back at me. Hindsight is always 2020. 
But so you had uh, Old Town Road, mm-hmm. which was a YouTube viral thing that mm-hmm. became the biggest song in of the whole year, really. Mm-hmm. Then you have this, and then to end the year, you have Mariah Carey back number one really? with All I Want for Christmas is You as the number one song in America That's... on the Billboard Hot 100. Did that charts. come back to number one at the number end of the year? Number one. Look at oh the top. Gosh. Look at the top ten. How does that compare to other years? It's insane. Isn't it always around there? No, it's never up. No, they don't. Not number they one. They never re-enter the charts in the same way like that. I, as far as I have been able to um, see. So, here's the top ten of the Billboard charts for the week ending January fourth, so Christmas week, if mm-hmm. you will. All I want for Christmas is you. Number one. Number two. Rocking around the Christmas tree. By who? Number Brenda Lee. Number three, Jingle Bell Rock, Bobby Helms. Number four, A Holly Jolly Christmas, Burt Ives. It what isn't until you get hell. It isn't until you get to Post Malone Circles that you get any current song. That's so weird. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Number seven, Andy Williams. Then you got number ten, Good as Hell, Lizzo. There you go. <laughs> well, and then because again, Good as Hell is the one that's charting, and it's not Juice. And that's what's weird is that you would think that a song like Juice, which is very, very popular and very well received, would be the song that would be blowing up the charts. But well, it's her previous work that is. It like comes in waves. So Juice hit the charts first. Yeah. And then it started trickling to other things as they started getting like radio time. Right. Because like the, the DJs or whoever does things were um, like pulling up her old stuff, playing mm-hmm. it, and then – the normies were pulling it up on Spotify after they heard it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. People still listen to the radio? Some people, I Some imagine. People. Well, that's the thing yeah. is that like the way that they're taking data now, is it doesn't make any sense to me in terms of Billboard charts. Because mm-hmm. they're taking from YouTube, they're taking from Spotify, they're taking from radio. Yeah. They're taking from, I assume, like something like TikTok and things like that as well because mm-hmm. you have songs that it become like these sleeper viral hits and such that nobody's ever heard of before yeah. and then they become like hits because they were on those things and then mm-hmm. chart it's, it's just interesting to me kind of but once they get to a standard streaming platform it doesn't take long for it to blow up anyway so it doesn't i mean it doesn't really matter where it starts no matter where it ends up right before it gets wild and charts also you have billy eilish bad guy which was pretty big too yes that is another song that was and which was also heavily like hampered by the fact that it was like a meme song. Right. Let me know when we are number one charts, boy. One day. God, we hope. Oh, R.I.P. Stephen Carlston. Mm. She was also a voice on Ugly Dolls. I saw in that. In 2019. I thought that was weird. Huh. The the film Ugly Dolls. What's Ugly Dolls? I, it is. I, I don't really know a whole lot about it, but it was not a very well-received film. I think it's like a Hasbro thing that they're trying to like become like a big toy for people to buy and then they made a like movie. Did you say so here's what I'm gonna break I'm gonna I'm gonna critics share. called it uh, well meaning but derivative. I'm gonna share some interesting news. Hasbro yes, okay, owns Death Row Records. Yeah. What? Hasbro, the is, toy company, is owns the- Death Row Records because they purchased a company yep. that owned Death Row Records. And so you could have you could have a a Snoop Diggity 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 Dog song in a Hasbro movie, for instance, Transformer or something like that. Yeah, or you can imagine. put it into the soundtrack of your toy. 
Ooh, or they fun. could re-release albums and have the big Hasbro symbol on the cover. Ooh. There could be a Snoop Dogg character in My Little Pony. There could or be. Or there could just be a Snoop Dogg toy. That's true. Now we have Ooh. Snoop Dogg, the action figure with his own joint and baggy of weed. Maybe a grinder if you Only have multiple sold accessories. sold in Illinois, Michigan, Colorado. Right, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't bring it back. Don't bring it <laughs> there was a news there was an article in the Madison paper which comes out three days a week that they stole from Greenfield that said Weed is still illegal. Don't bring it back here and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't bring your Snoop Dogg toy across the interstate line, so watch out. What a shame. I know. He was in Hustlers too, apparently, in that movie that came out this year that had Cardi B in it, ironically, because it's basically all about the things that she did to people. That's in, that, that is, is true. true. That is true. She played the character Liz, which yeah. also oh. makes sense. Liz, oh my. Is it just based on true stories? Yeah, basically, yes. Cool. Cool. Did so, you see it? No. I've seen it. Is it good? J-Lo freaks me out the entire time. The oh. entirety of the film. I'm like, that's not J-Lo. Hmm. But it is. She also plays the flute. She does. She is she's a flautist. very good. She's, she's very she's good. She's pretty good. So her second album, Big Girl, Small World, mm-hmm. uh, she spoke about it, and she was talking about body image and such. Mm-hmm. For, that was what she wanted the theme of the album to be. And she right. said, you can wake up and change many things about your appearance, but the inevitability of waking up in your skin is what unifies us. And I'll tell you right now, if you got thin skin, don't come to my concert. Oh, boy. That's mm-hmm. what she said next. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> cut that out of the the interview but it was a little too controversial yeah. only thick-skinned yeah. girls here please exactly thick-skinned girls don't cry can we play truth hurts at, yeah. at the at the age of 14 lizzo formed a musical group called cornrow click with her friends she did that's she pretty did. good truth hurts why men gray till they gotta be gray don't text me tell it straight to my face best friend set me down in the salon chair Do 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 but do do. Oh boy. Play uh Black Beatles. Uh it's Ray I don't know how to say his name. Gucci Mane's on it. Ray Shroomin. She thinks she love me. I think she trolling. That girl is a real crowd, please. Small world, all her friends know of me. Young boy living like an old kid. Didn't that sound familiar? Same flow. Very, very, very similar. Same, same kind of rhythm, same like melody-ish. Mm-hmm. And Gucci Mane is on her album. That's true. Beautiful. Suspicious. Wasn't there another one you had for? There for is another one you made. Which came? Right which one came first? Right into Who stole it? For this one. Who stole uh, what? Truth hurts came out in 2017. 2017, and that song came out in 2016. So, oh boy, Lizzo. Lizzo stole something. She probably didn't steal something. But play Boys by Lizzo. Hey, boy. What you say, boy? You trying to play court like a game boy? Hit my phone, boy. Is your homeboy? Are you a lone boy? Come now, golly gee, huh? That sound familiar, Tyler? I've already showed them. I don't know. Play, uh, Can we play the actual? Just the, play, the, play the thing. Play the, and don't say what it is. Yeah. No, play the. Don't play the mashup yet. Play the real. Don't song. play the mashup yet. Play Not the yet. real song. Play the real song. All right. <laughs> this is 
same thing. It's the same song. I don't know what that is. That was so. uh, bringing sexy back. I know what it is. Justin Timberlake. You said you didn't. And then you said you did. <laughs> I want to know if it, if it hurt when he stomped that disco ball. It looks like those shards of glass will be right all up in his shoes. You would think. Yeah. There, I found this great mashup because I, I heard that while we were listening to the music, and, and I googled it, and there is a mashup. Who who is that by Caleb? Uh, Angel Munoz. It is so good. And it does not have nearly enough views. I don't know why it's not more popular. Let's bring it out to those airwaves, everybody. This is Boys Bringing Sexy Back. That sounds like Robin Thicke's blurred line. It, I thought yeah. I was thinking that too. I wasn't sure if that was gonna pop up as well. Man, Marvin Gaye just started it all. Let's, Everyone let's gets sued. Blurred lines. Everyone gets sued now. <laughs> You're her. Everybody get up. We're doing that you gotta play the marvin gay he's a creepy too. dude you also gotta play word word crimes oh, weird oh yeah he <laughs> did it live no. it was good okay you which one first marvin don't, gay. don't play weird out just know that it's good Sued. And that concludes my segment. All songs are the same song. Thank you. Well, f- you've proved that four songs are the same song. All songs are the same song. Right. Yeah. Pretty good. So, you, what things. you're really proving is all songs are Marvin Gaye, mm. which I prefer. That's something I can get behind. Okay. That's okay. my new stance. All right. All songs are Marvin Gaye. Lizzo appeared as a special guest judge on the 10th season of RuPaul's Drag Race. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That she, seems like something she would do, yeah. It does. She also has a strong LGBT following and has, has dubbed her fans <laughs> lesbians. Lesbians. Pretty good. She's I was not, trying to figure out I was trying to figure out if only people that were LGBT could be called les- lesbians, mm-hmm. but the way that they put it into the paragraph, mm-hmm. they put it at the same time, but the articles were separate. Mm. So, you don't have to be gay. To be a lesbian. Oh, yeah. That's just mm. a fan. That, that's her community. So, going back to the f- uh, f- uh, flute situation. Oh, she yes, studied please. classical music focusing on flute at the University of Houston. Mm-hmm. But after her father died, uh, she lived out of her car for a year trying to break into the music industry. That is true. And where at? Probably Cali. In L.A. A lot of people live in their cars and around there it's not a big deal. She could have probably done it in Detroit, though, where she's from. I mean, a lot of music comes from Detroit. Are you are you minimizing the fact that she lived in a car? Listen, you know how many people live in cars in L.A.? Oh, 
Chris Pratt lived in a car. It's a statement of how much of a progression she's had over the last decade that she went from living in her car in 2009. Post Malone would have lived in a car, too, if he didn't find that guy that streamed video games where he was friends with. His new tattoo looks dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go ahead and say who we think is the good band. Uh, Dax, you want to start us out? It's kind of tough, but I'm going to go Lizzo. All right, Caleb? I think I'm going to go Lizzo as well. I'm going to go Lizzo. All right. Listen, you guys. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to pick Thin Lizzy because even I mean, they're, they're an influence upon music that I like. Lizzo is good. I enjoy her right now. I don't know what her career looks like in you know five years from now. Well, I know what Thin Lizzy looks like in five years. Well, but do you, you don't have a, a reference. Like They've built a 50-year career. Well, well, really 20, I suppose. You know, like 68 to 82, if you will. But the he, music did... has lived on. Sure. 86, I believe. Something around that he time. He was 86? He was 86, yes. Wow. Uh, Gordon Ramsay said, no more Thin Lizzy. All right. So we, they're, they're, we, we have voted. They're... Let us know how you feel about voting and such as well on our Facebook page and our polls and such. How did our patron feel about it? He, uh, our patron voted Thin Lizzy as well fan of it boys are back in town that's what we say on our podcast every time when you look at the description you say the boys are doing this the boys are doing that this episode oh, i have written that before mm-hmm. we are the boys and i choose us for the good band that's, it's quite prolific awesome. yeah very good jared i don't think that necessarily i like i, I don't think it's a statement of like lizzo being better than thin lizzie i just think that i would probably more than likely listen what is to the Lizzo. Show? What is the I show? I think I would be more likely to listen to Lizzo than Thin Lizzy. Who's the good band? That's the question we ask. Not who would you rather listen to. You can still. It's still subjective. It's so your you choice. I don't you care. Want. I don't. I'm just saying. That's with, what. But I'm, I'm saying. I still think that Thin Lizzy is a good band. Yeah. And I'm not discounting their, you know, their illustrious career here's as what a I'll band. Say. Here's but what I would rather listen to Lizzo. Here's how I'll close out this show. There's an article I read that was talking about how why Thin Lizzy should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And I will say. Compelling? Compelling. So, put the monkeys in first, and then put Thin Lizzy in, and then we'll be good. And then we'll talk about putting Lizzo in next year. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Next week we're doing... G.G. Allen Jackson. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Uh, Try and be our patron, hopefully. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Whiskey in the jar room. Pineapple. Get it out, (laughs) pineapple. Get out of there. I hate this show. (laughs) I don't like doing good band bad band anymore. (laughs) Just don't quit being so serious.